Greetings and salutations, gamers. Welcome to Cast Co-op, the podcast in which three podcast hosts cast together. I am one of your co-hosts, Luke Lore, the Insipid Ghost and host of the Xbox Expansion Pass, joined by my big brother and yours, and seemingly only him, Mr. Ainsley Bowden, <laughs> the man from Season Gaming. What's up, dude? What's up, man? Yeah, it's supposed to be three of us. Uh, apparently, someone can't read Mm-mm. four lines above in our chat that Mm-mm. says 8 p.m. Eastern. Mm-mm. he's incompetent shame. you know what i mean it's a incompetent. You, you expect better uh, until you realize he's a playstation guy and they don't understand <laughs> anything <laughs> i bet he thought uh lion ryan was at it again you know what i mean that's right on eight o'clock right. and it was actually 8 30 but he mm-hmm. uh you know i'm i'm rooting for the little guy but it's moments like these where you just don't know you know that's what right. i mean that's right just don't know so it goes what are you gonna do what are you gonna do it's been too long man i we've we really, yeah. I just wanted to chat. Like, we haven't had a chance to do cast co-op in a bit. So, uh, here we are, man. Wanted, yeah. It's been way on. too long. We, uh, so for anyone who listens to us and watches us, thank you, first of all, because we are really inconsistent with our schedule. So, sorry about that. Um, but yeah, we just, you know, we all have our own shows, obviously. That's kind of the whole premise of this. And we all have other content we're making and things we're doing and families and everything else. So, it just sometimes it, it gets away from us. It's true. Uh, it looks like there's like a, a hoodlum that has joined. Oh, he finally yeah, he arrived. Sorry, everybody. Got the rope off my neck. I'm here. What's up? <laughs> Jesus. God. Jesus. What? <laughs> here we have Mr. Joseph Moran from the Trophy Room of PlayStation Podcast. Hey, buddy. Look at you with your bushy beard. I know. I'm, dude, I'm dying today. I'm going to be real with y'all. Um, Today, it's the first day of, like, actual spring. Like, it's spring weather, the flowers are blossoming. Dude, it's it's been really not great here in the Northeast. We've been caked and, in yellow for months, and it's just, we're just now coming out of it. No, dude, this is the first, this is dawn of the first day, so my allergies are just everything. Like, I took a Zyrtec today, boys, and I still feel like my head is just being, like, caved in. Yeah, it's just it's not it's not a good day today. Interesting. Okay, well, I'm sorry you're not feeling good. Yeah, Uh, we were talking. Should feel sorry. We were talking about you before we came. We feel like the show's better off without you. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm real low right now today, boys. So I believe you. Good. And maybe you know what? Maybe I should just leave. Yeah, you suck. (laughs) All right. Okay, guys. I'll be going. Uh, But you know what? I'm happy to be talking with my boys because it's been a minute. It you know, been it's been a while. We've been in about his that. feelings. He's like, "Oh, I can't record tonight, guys. Oh, I'm, I'm really feeling it today. Oh, we." I have been in my feelings. I'm a busy boy, but I'm, I'm. I've uh, heard you been eating your feelings. I have been eating my feelings. That's true. <laughs> I've been eating a lot, uh, but, <laughs> but I'll tell you what. I, uh, I'm, I'm working here from my new PC. Yeah, he his old PC, and I'm loving it. <laughs> this thing's like heaven, and he's like, yeah, I upgraded. I'm like, didn't know it got better. Yeah, <laughs> no. I mean, let's just take a let's just take a second to appreciate. First off, Luke does now look like an actual human being. So Patreon. His lighting is really good now. It's really yeah. good. Patreon.com slash XCP. That's where I'm not Xbox a patron, but you pass. can be. Uh, <laughs> because <laughs> look at that he's got a whole new setup he looks sure. alive yep oh my god yeah that's all yeah. It took. give it give it an hour joe <laughs> that's that's true. Right. i'm a sleepy boy <laughs> yeah. 
I, uh, <laughs> I kid you not. Hey, there's Phasma. What's up, Phas? And Winter Games. I know, Phas in the house. Ooh, Big Mad Moe's here. Sarko. Ooh, Who else wee. is here? Oh, uh, Silken, I absolutely had a version of our thumbnail with Ains' pic photo in it, and I must have not <laughs> saved that version. Because uh, I try to sneak Ains' picture into the into the the thumbnails and i didn't i i just i guess i just did the wrong version so yeah it doesn't work the computer doesn't allow them to do it anymore it's all part of the plan well one of the panels was going to be surprises of 2023 and hi-fi rush was one of them and you were one of the hi-fi rush characters uh i can see that the cat uh you know it was one of them um i don't know the name of it but i will tell you what uh once we got news of the nintendo thing we had that suddenly brings about live event conversations and then we find out there's a sony state of play on thursday Ooh, which is delaying the the recording of the trophy room uh, that's right so it was did nice. i seriously miss that that's this week yeah it they announced it like an hour ago yeah oh i i definitely missed it then okay cool. it, it's it's literally just final fantasy 16 20 minutes long um so like I'm, a deep dive yeah, so think of it akin to like the Ghost of Tsushima or yeah. uh, The Last of Us state of place, which is like 20 minutes, though, is a lot. So Yeah, and they've shown quite a lot of that game already. Um, they're really so. confident about it. And I, yeah. I'm, I'm for the first time in a long time, not first time in a long time, first time since Final Fantasy VII Remake, because I'm not a Final Fantasy dork, uh, that I'm actually like really hyped for this game. Like, I'm, I think it's I'm excited. Yeah. I don't think you're going to keep it. Yeah, I think you're excited because it's PlayStation News, but I don't think that's going to stay with you. You don't think so? Mm, I don't think so. Right, Final enough. Fantasy is one of those fickle things that like gets you or doesn't in the moment. I don't think it stays with you. You well, don't strike me as that. Well, because usually it doesn't because I'm not like into the turn-based combat, mm -hmm. but because they've went so hard into like the, it, it almost seems like akin to like something of a Devil May Cry situation. Mm -hmm. In terms yeah. of its combat, and I think it's the same like combat uh, director there or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what has me really excited. So the combat, from what I've seen, has me has me excited. Okay, that's fair. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, I don't know. I'm I'm mixed on this one. I I want to be excited for it. And when they first showed it, like was it two years ago now? Um, they showed like the the more classic theme final fantasy kingdoms chocobos mm -hmm. that type of stuff that really gets me into final fantasy and then they kind of went into the devil may cry action combat and they lost me a bit mm -hmm. i'm sure it'll play well i don't doubt that the guy the i forget his name the director of devil may cry who does the combat he's you know he's brilliant in that Shinji sense that's not right no okay. it's not shinji yeah it's uh I, I forget his name but anyway um so i don't know I, i'm i 15 did nothing for me i played that original demo and i was like nope not at all, but I'm hoping this one captures my attention. Um, but it's going to be a busy summer, boys. So it's going to have to be real good to get my attention away from Diablo. So we'll see. And I, honestly, that's like my only fear is like Diablo is going to it, it's going to devour all of my free time. Yep. So I have no idea how 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 that game's going to fare. Like I was actually looking at uh, Diablo three. I was like, can I plat that game before? going to four i actually think i can it's not an impossible platinum i'm just very i'm hungry for more diablo after beating it mm. yeah or sorry playing the beta beta yeah would it help if i tell you nobody cares about trophies um i i mean no because it, it, people do <laughs> care like there's a whole community around it you know it's it's 
Trophies are nice. Fair. I like them. Fair. That said, though, I uh, I played the Resident Evil Four remake. Oh, yes. so good. So good. Excellent. No way I'm planning that game. That game, it's like beat the game without a, a health item. I'm like, what? I'm professional or something. I'm like what? Oh, no really? Way. Is that bad? It, it's wow. it's something. It's something. It's something nuts. Uh, but it got me thinking, guys, as I was coming down here, since we don't have like a true hard topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that remake is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if not the best remake ever made? Is there a game that deserves that remake, you know, uh, touch up? Is there a game that we haven't had yet that you feel like deserves that built from the ground up? I mean, right away, I say not Bloodborne. Oh, that's smart. You know I mean? That's a good point. That's a good call. Yeah. We don't need a Bloodborne remake. No, uh, just leave that out there and it's 10 frames, time. you know? Yeah. Waste time. Um, yeah. No, but seriously, yes, I do have one in in all. If we're being serious for a second, yeah. uh, Parasite Eve. Oh, yeah, Parasite yeah, yeah. Eve is a classic SquareSoft uh, kind of fantasy RPG, but more kind of like uh, not, it's not horror, but it's more kind of horror themed, if you will, compared to the normal SquareSoft mm-hmm. RPG at the time. Brilliant, brilliant game. Um, it was a huge kind of um, celebrated game on the PlayStation One back in that legendary era of Japanese RPGs back then. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that there's been rumors here and there that I don't believe that it's coming back. But um, I know me and Dan and I've talked to, you know, quite a few people that we talked to in our gamer group that would just love to see that return. I would say that one. And then the other one that comes to mind, which people bring up all the time, I'm not unique here, is Dino Crisis. Would be cool to see come back. Yeah. I, for for the was that the fourth generation, right? PS1 era style games. Um <clears throat> I would love to see a lot of those titles, at least like the the best of the get, best, get remade. Because for me, I was like what, like five, six, seven at the time, so I didn't get Shut to up, appreciate Joe. what. Ains, Ains was actually forty six at that time. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was in elementary school, nonetheless, and Ains was just completing his what was it, grad school, back in the day. <laughs> Yeah, he's finishing up his master's. Finishing up and- a long career. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He maintained an emerald mind. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> I would love to see a lot of those games get retouched, like touched up and remade. And I think uh, what the PlayStation 1, was it, Mini kind of taught us was, A, don't make a lazy one of those things. But, B, a lot of those games from the PS1 era have not really aged with grace. It's hard if, to. It's, it's hard to to age yeah. early 3D well because control schemes weren't standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had a lot of the N64 versions, but then on the PlayStation side, uh, they were pushing that machine hard to do some special things. And uh, because it was the first of its kind, we remember it very differently than it looked. Yeah. PS1? Know? PS1. Oh, those games uh, are basically unplayable nowadays. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're a disaster. Same with uh, Saturn, actually. Some of the Saturn 3D stuff, which is even more of a hack job in terms of 3D. But I have these really fond memories of like seeing Saturn games in magazines or at the store or going and seeing uh, like stuff. You remember back at like the old Targets and Walmarts and even Kmart, if you can believe it, where you'd play, but you'd be at the kiosk and you have to look up because the TV was up high. Of course. You know? 
And those games looked incredible to me at the time. And then I go back and I see, and I'm like, Ooh, no, <laughs> no, they don't. But I still want that. Like I'm seeing rumors of a jet set uh, remake. I don't know if yeah, you guys no. saw that. I have yeah. no idea what that would look like in 2024, 2025, but I'm excited for it. And I didn't really even play the first one, but seeing the quality <laughs> of a lot of these remakes, it's just like, yo, I'm in. And Joe, like to answer your question, uh, I feel like it's a common answer, but we already got a great version of a remake in Metal Gear Solid with the Twin Snakes. Yeah. I still want another remake of that. Like that story, that game is so compelling and good. I'd love to see a Metal Gear Solid make a return. The problem is that carries a lot of baggage with it. Sure. Metal Gear is a tough, tough call because you've got Metal Gear on some systems, Metal Gear Solid on some systems, Metal Gear uh, 4, it, which mm. is the best, of, the best of them in terms of gameplay, is locked onto a PlayStation 3. Uh, which is a shame. That's a really good, really good game that not a lot of people could play. And the story is just ridiculous. So, you know, that's, you that's wanna, my initial you, answer. You want me to hear me piss off a lot of people? Sure. The yeah. only Metal Gear Solid I like is four. I love four. Um, four is awesome. surprising. You didn't like uh, one, though. You didn't like one. I really thought it was one. overrated even at launch. No. Wow. Everybody wow. in the comments, please drag this man. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a horse in the race because I never really gotten into Metal Gear. I, uh, I always say this and I get a lot of shit for it, but my first Gojima game, like actually giving it a solid shot is Death Stranding. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um I mean Metal Gear obviously way back in the NES days originally. Um, but Metal Gear Solid when it came out on PS1 was like one of those games that kind of changes the industry. Like you can't deny that, right? Yeah. It like blew people's minds at the time. But I was just never enamored with it. I, I had it, I played it at launch, PS1, Metal Gear Solid 2, same thing. Um, just never did anything. And then four, I what I liked about four is they really focused on kind of um character building and, and combat that just the combat and kind of the gunplay was way better in four, even though the cutscenes were effing ridiculous. That, um, yeah, but yeah, I that's still have um, the, my first PS3 was the uh, metal gear solid bundle. Four. Oh really? That's, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was my brother's. My brother was actually pretty big into metal gear. I love um, it. I'm with him. Yeah. For me, I couldn't at the time I like stealth was it just, it was just not my jam. But now I feel like as I've gotten older in age, I've I very much dig a stealth. Like just give me the stealthy way. If I can just like kill people like a goddamn ninja, mm -hmm. give me that route. So I feel like I'm with you, Luke. I would love to see a Metal Gear remake because now that I've grown to appreciate stealth based mm -hmm. combat more, I could be on I could be on that. That said, I would love to see a Splinter Cell remake as well. Yeah. You know, Ubisoft get, got some stones. Make something that's not an <laughs> open world Assassin's Creed game for the love of God. Man, four yeah. years ago, I was singing Ubisoft's praises, dude. Yeah. Rayman was was firing on all cylinders with some quality platformers. We were seeing uh, small projects get funded. Uh, I forget the, the something light game uh, that was like a very narrative based, like poetic. Oh, Child of Light. Child of Child Light, of light was awesome. Yep. Child of Light was in there. Yeah. You had Assassin's Creed doing well. This was the Black Flag era. Um, they were trying things, which uh, I liked the game Starlink uh, a lot, but but they had some some problems. But you were seeing Im even Immortals because it was kind of a part of that like uh, that run of years yeah. Yeah. where it was just doing a good job making games. And now I think Capcom has taken that over, and Capcom's like, no, we're not going to miss. 
Like, <laughs> heck, here's Exo Primal. It's not Dino Crisis, but it's fun for some reason. We don't know why. <laughs> don't explain it. It's cool. <laughs> um, funny enough, sh- shout out to Faz. Uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising review of ours on Season Gaming. Faz did. It got picked up by a bunch of people at Ubisoft. It's still to this day one of our most read reviews ever on the site. That's awesome. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. very cool. So six. That's great, dude. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I don't know what that thing. It's at tens of thousands of. Oh views. wow! That's okay, cool. how damn, how damn. You know, yeah. I um, I went went on this like Sega kick a few months ago, uh, which meant I was downloading and playing a lot of like old games, early 3D era games, and uh, I tried. <laughs> I tried Uh-oh. Nights into Dreams. You guys remember yeah. that game? Um, yeah, big game. That was like Saturn's game, apparently. It, like, again, it was one of the highest rated games of like that generation. Like it's yep. that's in the mid nineties meta. It probably gave me a seizure. Um, <laughs> and I don't know how to I don't know how to move. I don't know what the objective was. I'm like, yeah, I, the joke is that I need handholdy games now. And like, yes, that's funny and and true in some cases, but like what is happening in that game? I have no idea. I tried to play like the 360 version <laughs> of that. What a disaster. It was so bad. And I remember uh, what's the game that came out last year from you? It's Yuji Naka who made that game. Um, Balan one. And, and that was supposed to be like his return as like a big, like, <laughs> so you know, bad. creator. And woof. awful. Sweet. That didn't land. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. Part of me wants to see it. I like, like try it, you know, just you a should. part of me. It's fun. It's fun to experience that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because I was like, you know, I was trying all these old things, like the old Hydro Thunder. Remember that Dreamcast? Yes. Oh yes. Let's go. Loved that game. Yeah. Um. But I was just seeing all these games that I like. I thought were visually just incredible, and I'm like, you remaster this now, and you're getting a different game because you can't. It's not playable the way mm-hmm. that that it is currently exists. What, what is one of those games where you're like? Games are never gonna look this great. I saw, I saw like one of those uh, start trending on Twitter, and a lot of it was like Super Smash Brothers. Like, so uh, like there was like a Legend of Zelda, like Twilight Princess or something. I got one. What's that? Soul Calibur on Dreamcast. Yo, that was when that that when that game released. It was we had never seen anything that impressive. Like that blew everyone away. Dreamcast was a great system. God, it really was. Yeah, it just got crushed. I. I remember, so like when you're a kid, you get that feeling a lot, mm-hmm. right? Um, Spider-Man. Oh, Resident, Logan, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, Resident ahead. Evil, when it went to the GameCube, definitely a good call. That was yeah, that's a really good call. Dude, oh, I remember GameCube was getting like the big Capcom 5 or whatever, and then it turned into 4, but like still. Resident Evil 4 on GameCube, that that was incredible. Um, yeah. This is, this is old, like young Luke, but I remember... It was. It was either. Sh- I think it was Shadows of the Empire. We were playing on Hoth. Yes. No. Yeah. 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 You're in 3D and the snow speeder and the walkers are actually walking and you're just like. Wasn't that Rogue Squadron or am I misremembering? They did. They did well, every good Star Wars game has a Hoth level. Just to sure. be clear. Um, but you you did it in Shadows of the Empire and that was a lot of different gameplay styles throughout that game, which I really yeah. really want that game to come back. Um, thanks for the PC aids, by the way. I'm playing that game. Um, but. <laughs> Then they did it again. They did another Hoth level in Rogue Squadron 64. And that blew the Shadows of the Empire one away. And like you could literally put them side by side and be like, what is this trash? And (laughs) as a kid, I was like going from those moments to Metal Gear Solid, which is like a movie. There's credits. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, 
what are video games? Because that to me was the coolest. And wrestling games were a big deal, but it was PlayStation versus 64, PlayStation 1 versus 64. Yeah. So there was a lot of actual like magazines side by side, which one looks better. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was it was cool to be growing up during like the dawn yeah. of 3D games. For me, it's like like the the beginning of like HD quote unquote gaming. Like when when consoles started to get HDMI ports. Like that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I will never forget, never, never forget the when the 360 premiered, the Call oh, of Duty yeah. 2 trailer, where you it's, see the guy's face and it's like yeah. a D-Day. And I'm like, what? That's a video game? Like, yeah. that looks real. I remember, when you're rushing Normandy and there's like smoke and yeah, bonkers. And our minds were just being blown i remember that was like the talk of our town in 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 our middle school at the Mm -hmm. time was like look at this 360 look at what it's able to do Mm -hmm. um and then was that too when they debuted years war and draw yeah ghost recon advanced warfighter remember oh Oh, yes that was before gears Mm-hmm. And, it and it was that was to showcase the power of the 360. That's literally yes. part of the origin of Insipid Ghost was Ghost uh, Recon Advanced uh, War because like smoke effects and you could throw and you could sh- you know you, your enemies wouldn't be able to see you through smoke and yeah yeah uh, man I, I I remember so like Call of Duty two uh, Gears of War uh, when you're in the one level where I think you're going into the mines and like it's raining. Yeah, and like the water's bouncing off your shoulder, mm-hmm. I like I I was standing in that like like puddle for like five minutes, mm-hmm. just going to my friend Ruben at the time. Like Ruben, look, it's back, it's bouncing off my shoulder. Look at the and they're like we're all just like taking turns like dumb idiots mm-hmm. who are just like <laughs> entranced by the sim- simplest thing. Ninety nine percent of all people were just uh, avoiding, but for us <laughs> it was. Gears one did some great things, man. And oh, yeah. it's yeah. it's funny because like uh I'm trying to get Logan to play Gears four and five because those are fun co-op games. They're like, great they're, games. They're really great games, yeah. like truly just great video games. Um, and when you think back to the moments that Gears gave you in the beginning, like I was talking about this with Lord Cog the other night. Um, when you're down in those mines, uh Joe, yeah. and then you hear the Theron guards and they mm-hmm. like they do the whispers, and then you hear that torque bow charge up and mm-hmm. you're like oh no like yeah. that that was a cool moment of the 360 era yeah. that literally like when i played that campaign gears 2 um i i've told the story before but back in 2008 when epic had i knew people at epic including i was a big like member of their forums at the time so mm-hmm. we used to play almost every night multiplayer and when i played the campaign and the theron guard is shooting a torque bow at you that became my thing like in multiplayer they, anyone i played with would always give me the torque bow i became Same. like a torque bow expert mm-hmm. you know i would just pick people off left and right and that like i love that game Same. despite that the, the terrible server issues and disconnection terrible. it was yep. a it was a nightmare oh, that game in multiplayer yes yeah. shotgun yeah, oh, it was a mess man. Who's host? Who's host? <laughs> we always this <laughs> got number one on their team yeah dude gears one Gears 2 and Gears 3 are the height of us being absolute toxic pieces of shit. <laughs> so, like, I, as you say this, I'm like, uh, I, we may have run into each other. We, we may have exchanged racial slurs. <laughs> Mostly good. on the inside. But, yeah, you know. <laughs> no, that Damn sounds it. right. No. 
He might have shot he you in the ass. He was trying to build a wall ball, back but... in 2006, wasn't he? <laughs> I, yeah. I was playing the horde mode. I was getting into the mentality. You know what I mean? Like, got to stop him. You know? I get it. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Let me, let me take you to a different era, 16-bit era. Okay. Uh, my, fav- my literally my favorite era. Great era of just great licensed games and stuff. But do you do you remember? So there are three games that stand out in my mind. Uh, okay. Vector Man, mm-hmm. Comic Zone, yep, and uh, Spider Man Separation Anxiety, all for different reasons. So it was a, it was a like a side scrolling brawler, but Separation Anxiety looked like uh, looked like a comic book to me. And then I would see Comic Zone and be like, that looks like a comic book to me. And that mm-hmm. to me, you know, you know, Comic Zone. Uh, and then Vector Man was doing what I genuinely thought was 3D graphics. I was yeah. like a kid. I was like, those are so cool. It's their shadows and they're 3D. <laughs> How do they do it? Like it was <laughs> insane. And then I remember getting a 32X for $6 and on clearance nice. at a Kmart. Yeah. And uh, played. I, it came with Doom. And yep. I was playing it, and I was like, "This is the best Dooms ever looked." <laughs> Yo, know you know what? I, what game I would love get remade? Actually, now it's going right all the way back. Uh, Half Life, like the original Half Life. The original. Yeah, I played it. I never played that as a kid. It, this was one of those. My mom really did believe in the rating system, so my brother <laughs> could play. I could only watch because somehow that's not as bad. Um, <laughs> and like my brother would just hog the PC console. He's like, "You're not even allowed to play this show. You can watch it play, but you can't. You, you, okay. you really can't do it. It might corrupt your stuff. mind if you press the button. Yeah, it's like, it's whatever. So, get off me, my my gateway computer. I'm, I'm hacking the mainframe. <laughs> there was nothing worse. Uh, well, this is going to take a dark turn, but I remember being actively pissed off at the two uh columbine shooters because everybody oh, was like they played doom <laughs> and like they had like hacked doom or whatever to, they called it training like that was just some dumb news uh, story but i was like don't ruin my game i'm slaying <laughs> demons talking and, about and after and after that every time there's one of those awful events video games get blamed when it's obviously you know the yes source of the matter. yes uh and we and we every time like there's a news story i remember one 60 minute goddamn thing of like they were they were showing halo it was like could halo be you know training kids to, to do <laughs> dumb shit and mm-hmm. i i was literally standing in front of the tv again as a kid passionately like like i was filibustering 60 minutes like i was filibustering <laughs> ann hall <laughs> she doesn't know what she's talking about first off this level of the library is broken everybody hates it but like i'm not, like a pretty peaceful kid i just like my legos in the, like i i remember those days you just I kept should. talking into the night you didn't let her stop you like <laughs> <laughs> joey changed the channal you don't understand hitman you're an assassin it's what he does yeah you're trying to help the you're trying to it's help the guys. Trying to exactly. stop the demons i remember shutting down an entire room of adults uh this is my early days teaching right and obviously it's a constant fear and there's a constant debate of what to do with school shootings etc it's not fun but i remember in that room there was a teacher who's like well if these kids would stop playing video games i said i don't i'm gonna i'm gonna make up i'm just gonna call her karen who taught history i was like calm down miss karen you teach history every major war in human history took place before video games were invented (laughs) Uh, you think you think and she just looked at me i looked at her i was like causes violence Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm." (laughs) she never forgave me oh it was a rough year (laughs) 
<laughs> you were talking about Doom, and you. Um, I'll show my age here uh, for a second, but yeah. way back when, when uh, Wolfenstein came out 3D, right? That before Doom, Wolfenstein changed everything because mm-hmm. um, it was 3D shooter. It, we had three and a half inch floppy disks, right? The old school hard disks. Oh yeah. And we few friends group, you know, in the, in the uh, junior high school it was at the time, I think. Um, we had it on a few oh, discs, and every class we would go to that had computers, not every class had computers, yeah. <laughs> um, we would install it, and then we would put it on DOS. It was DOS at the time, and we all know how to get to it. So anytime we had a free break, we were like, start playing Wolfenstein in class constantly. <laughs> like, that's all we did. Love Wolfenstein. I, re- I remember in like the computer room, they call it, uh, us doing something similar, but it was like – it was like we were coming into the time where they just found out about firewalls and putting them into schools. <laughs> mm. So like we were like the the game to play. Oh, look at time, him with his fancy internet. God, I know, guys. <laughs> was uh, icy tower. <laughs> icy tower was the jam. It was like the first like forever runner, where all you're doing is you're trying to jump on these platforms and get to I don't know level 100, I guess. Uh, until oh, like this is on game until picks. the fourth. Yeah, until the floor like catches up to you. Oh, that's man. what we would do. We were simple kids, simple times. <laughs> so when I was a child, like so, where I was at high school, we we had, we were next to a local university, so we had a lot of funding, and so like we, I coded websites in high school. That was like I took a class on coding, um, and whatnot. But when I was in elementary and like look at him at his upper class funding, right? Joe, you hear this Jesus, guy? Ivy went to private school. Here. We were funded really well, you know, like you know, I could we do whatever I wanted. <laughs> I just coded websites during the day. I mean, it was fun. It was free. I got oh, paid to do it, fun. you know? Yeah. Uh, so, but let's see when I was like young, young, and I can like one of my first memories of the computer room, Joe, uh, was loading Oregon trail but Ains, when you said floppy disk, I mean like they were actually the floppy the five, like the five big, and a quarter floppy disk. And, yeah, like you know, yeah. actual floppies, and like you had to do multiple. I think you'd like put oh, yeah. a couple of them in to play oh, yeah. the trail. Um, and all I wanted to do was play that play the hunting. All I wanted to do was hunt. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do because it was a shooter. Uh, yeah, but do you need ha- do you have enough room to carry that much meat? It's heavy. Dude. I did You're not. not Many times I did not. Um, okay. Yeah. My young brain was was incapable. Couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, so got your you got your family killed. Good job. Yep. Hey, <laughs> hey Luke, I got a question for you. Yeah, man. Hey, uh, what's going on with Nintendo? What did they just announce today? I don't know. Uh, they announced that they were going to have an in-person event for oh. the first time in years. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I should probably pull this up. Hold on. Yeah, pull uh, this up. Talk to me about this. I'm going to talk to you about it, but I'm going to pull it up for side note. Typing on this this keyboard is it's just... loud. It's a joy. I'm sorry. I'll mute next time. So Nintendo is hosting its first in-person event. It will take place uh, in in years, by the way. Uh, In-person event is in September, where attendees can play games and take part in tournaments, see stage shows, and take photos. Nintendo Live 2023, it will take place in September in Seattle, following the show's debut in Japan in 2022. So some odd wording on that one, but uh, in short, the bottom line is Nintendo is coming back to in-person events. This is going to be in Seattle. Uh, the whole take photos, see stage shows. It sounds like they're doing their version of an E3. Uh, and I'm curious if this sets a standard for the industry in any way, the way that Nintendo directs did. Because now yeah. we're doing state of plays and we're doing a right. whole bunch of other uh, relevant stuff. Is Nintendo going to set a standard here? 
uh, or not. So I'm curious there, but I'm excited to see in-person events come back in general. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Seattle, uh, one and interesting two September, uh, not usually a time of year that we think about big in-person events. Mm-mm. Um, we already know that Xbox is going June 11th, right? Um, mm-hmm. we don't know exactly what that looks like yet, but, um, you know, they've made that announcement, especially for Starfield, uh, and, and kind of their normal hour and a half show or whatever. Uh, PlayStation just sits out in left field as usual, it seems. Um, but September, Seattle, Nintendo. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see what this looks like. It lo- I'm on the site right now. It looks like uh, they have a live stage. They're doing tournaments, um, obviously games. So, mm-hmm. sure. so cool. do we think this is like a? Do we really think this is like a like a E3 level thing or more like a PlayStation experience? Because as you're reading it, I'm like this. This seems more to me, at least, akin to a PlayStation experience where it's like, yeah, you'll get maybe some announcements here, but mostly it's about like meeting the developers. It's about seeing rad indies or seeing, you know, partners that have partnered with them out on the show floor. I saw some body joke like akin to like, yeah, I can't wait till everybody gets here and, you know, at the kiosk, it's Splatoon 3 at Mario Odyssey. Right, like, mm-hmm. wh- where do you think this lies? Do you do you think we're going back to, hey, you know, we got Miyamoto on stage; he's going to announce the next Mario. At so Nintendo is not ready to announce key details like dates, ticket prices, and the rundown of the show's events and games. There is a world where they show off Switch Two. There is a world where they oh. partner with Xbox to get Game Pass on there. Okay. Uh, there is a world where you're playing Mario Odyssey and Splatoon Three. You know what I mean? Like with Nintendo, it could be anything. It, it's really up in the air. Uh, all we know that is that it's happening. I don't know who it's for either. And I ask that question a lot about Nintendo. And I don't mean that in a, like a passive aggressive way, but summertime set aside for showcases. Oftentimes what's coming out in and around September for Nintendo. Like what's the reason for a showcase then? Uh, is this an organizational thing? Because to my way of thinking, you'll see Starfield, Spider-Man 2 on the competitor side. What's Metroid. The Metroid what? 2? Metroid 4? Metroid Prime 4. Metroid Prime 4, you think, is this year? Yeah, just to get... just No, guys, agree with me. Shark Caprice in chat, just agree with me. He counterpicked it. <laughs> Metroid Prime 4. Yeah, I mean... No. There's, there's with Nintendo, it's really up in the air. Yeah. Um, I swear to God, if it's Animal Crossing something or another, I, I, I don't know why I'm, I'm getting upset here, but like I'm, I, Nintendo <laughs> angers me. <laughs> they anger me so much. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. actually flustered by the idea of it. But yeah, yeah I, Luke wanted Peach to be kidnapped in the in the Super Mario movie. movies. He's very it. upset. He's very yeah. upset. I just yeah. hope they stuck to the source material. Okay. Yeah, that's what he said when Peach was not, in fact, captured in the MacGuffin of the film. He said, I just wanted them to stick to the source material. I didn't need a girl boss here ruining this flick. I don't know why he added the word insurrection when he was talking about it, but it was really odd. Very weird. Very weird. (laughs) Something about the South would rise again. Now that I couldn't get a secret level on stage two and skip to the end of the movie. It's crazy. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think Luke's right. I think this could be anything. We don't know yet. Um, I don't. I don't know why. I would say this. I don't know why you go through the trouble of doing something you haven't done in years, doing it in Seattle, which is not a cheap place to entertain. So if you're taking the Seattle Convention Center, which I would presume, uh, which I was just at in October for Halo, 
Um, it's downtown center Seattle, like t- less than 10 minute walk from, um, the, uh, you know, the fish market, the famous fish market. So it's yeah. a, it's an expensive area. So I don't Look think you do house. that. Oh my gosh. The what? <laughs> what do you really mean? <laughs> it took me a second. I was like, what? Um, <laughs> got him. Um, got Ladies him. Gentlemen, we got him. But I, I don't think you do that. Uh, if you're just saying, come play Mario Odyssey. I think yeah. I think there has to be a bigger event here that is going to showcase probably some big game for this fall because let's keep in mind Zelda's next month. So by the time we get to September, the Zelda hype is gone. Uh, you've got Spider-Man 2 and Starfield on your major competitors, so Nintendo does their own thing, as we know. I but I think you have... know what Starfield is. You no. Know? <laughs> <laughs> the what? Um, <laughs> but I think that they, uh, they probably announced something big for the fall. Switch 2, that's a push but it would be cool i mean it'd be nice to get off of 2011 hardware at some point would be real nice right it would be real nice so okay so the pie in the sky is we get miyamoto out there and i'm only saying miyamoto because i don't know their ceo's name doug Uh, bowser bowser how can you forget bowser Bowser. (laughs) but like like usually when they're announcing stuff it's like it's not like the president of of you know nintendo oh, you mean like nintendo like japanese ceo yeah yeah they get the old guy with the glasses out you know and he's talking with his hands has passed away and exactly and well that i was trying and real talk shout out to the super mario movie because don't spoil it no 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 no, no. in the a lot is in the credits okay all right i give him a memory to you like that guy was really really influential there i feel you know i think uh <laughs> The legend, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you need, you need, you need that legend. Shin, Shintaro Furukawa is the current leader. I feel like Nintendo. that was a, yeah, the I way he like said it. A, yeah, you know, he kept had some disdain in his voice. Yeah, not okay. I'm not sorry, okay. say that again. So I, I know, not yeah. for the drug. I swear to God, it's on Google. He knew what we were doing. He knew no. what we were doing. Now we're done. <laughs> Yeah, so um, so here's yeah. the thing. We've got Xbox is having an in-person event, sort of, right? Yeah. We know media will be there. They've not announced a fan fest for this summer, which is much to my chagrin. Like, am I am I am I selling a kidney or not? Like, I'm trying to get there. What's happening? <laughs> uh, flights are expensive. We need to schedule these things. So, like, is it or isn't it? But Nintendo definitely having an in-person event. Is PlayStation going to have an in-person event? Like, is that a thing that they're going to do? I would see one this year. But why would you do it September when you have the Game Awards two months later? Or why not do it in conjunction? Do a PlayStation experience next to the Game Awards, you know, or something. There are ways to get your fans involved and allow the industry to coalesce. Such a good question. Because I know PlayStation uh, has a patent again for the PlayStation experience, right? Um, I have that trademarked. So... uh, do we see okay so now that e3 is dead right we've officially killed it and mm-hmm. i want to go on like the hour 45 minute talk that ains had on bitcast two weeks ago did they let ains talk this time i mean we'll see we'll see <laughs> no we didn't get to the topic well, till well, an hour and 45 I'm travis, in i'm travis with bad opinions Luke, you're home with even worse ones. And again, Resident Evil 4 was overrated. I can't see it. Resident Evil 6 is the best. Oh, God, no. Um, love you guys. Uh, so with E3 gone, do you think possibly maybe uh, Xbox Live event, uh, a Nintendo Live event, or, you know, 
yeah, live event. And then a PlayStation live event kind of supplements what is lost from E3. Like, because maybe it's cheaper for EA or Capcom or Ubisoft to say, hey, can we rent out a little square here on the PlayStation conference floor? Or can we rent out this little section here on the Xbox floor? Or do you think it's something just more fan-oriented? I don't know. Anyone of you guys could pick up this book. I don't know. I, I don't think it replaces like E3. To it's a bad topic, Joe. Uh, I I don't know. You're Ubisoft the said they're doing it. <laughs> Nintendo's doing their own thing. Ubisoft said they're doing their own thing. EA hasn't announced whether they're doing EA Play yet this year, which they usually do in June. Yeah. Um, I mean, we. I don't think these companies truly know what they're doing. I think they're taking time to reevaluate their kind of potential ROI on events like this. And PlayStation's never... They just seem very focused on the money, you know, like they it doesn't feel like PlayStation is in that place right now where they'll just do an event, even if they lose money on it for the fans. I just don't see that out of them right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't I can't I can't really disagree with you. I don't think they're they're Yeah, they're in the position where they have to do things like that for, uh, you know, team spirit almost where i feel like xbox maybe even nintendo a little bit would want to do for their fans right i just think that playstation has been on such a a role with blockbuster actor after blockbuster that i feel like a lot of the playstation fans are willing to give excuses for playstation's um not even inability but just not wanting to communicate with us yeah, that's what I mean. I, no one's they're saying they're not up. delivering. I mean, yeah. they're delivering. I mean, Ragnarok was a letdown, but for the oh, most part, they're delivering. All right, I said I was <laughs> Travis. <laughs> um, but I mean, they're we know how well they're doing, right? They're crushing markets, they're crushing sales. Like I just, I don't know. I I feel uh, a little, I don't know the word, disparaged by PlayStation lately in the term of just doing something for the fans and showing us what the future of PlayStation looks like. Joe, you run a playstation show yeah what do we know that's coming from playstation well Two things. yeah uh, we know factions things. yeah well i think that's what's gonna be in may right like the what they call the the second phase i'm more i i get more annoyed of playstation's willing to throw a literal giant leviathan axe in the middle of of uk but they're they're not willing to go hey let's rent a floor out in i don't know new york or you know what new jersey hey we're state too god damn it we got great we got great places i could sh- i could show you the soprano like where they shot certain scenes i i know i could i could be a tour guide but like you could rent out a convention center for your fans for for a weekend you know and celebrate and have fans celebrate that that's the thing that i'm a little bit more annoyed with by playstation which is like hey you got this great thing it's selling out like crazy you're making the most money you've ever been hey why not you know what how you have a little bit of walking around money throw something for your fans so that they could feel like they're involved you know and I feel like yeah. that's what uh, Xbox does a great job with. I feel like I think that's what Nintendo's trying to do with this latest event. And I just don't see it here with PlayStation. I think that is a bit disparaging. Yeah, just I don't know. I just want to see something out of them. I, I literally because we, we, we've we got oh, PSVR 2 now. 
We've yeah. got the Edge controller, Ragnarok hit. We've got um, we know that Factions is in work, and we got Last of Us TV show, right? Naughty Dog's talking, but we literally don't know. I feel like I I can't remember last time in the past since the PlayStation Four era where I know less about what PlayStation is doing than at this moment. I Which, mean, I I agree with you there. I would also say I think it's a it's a reaction to, I mean, two things like COVID, but also the one complaint we heard over the ps4 generation which was yeah you showed us spider-man like three four times you showed us dust training like six times like you know you had these events that or, or these announcements that kept on announcing um and i think playstation overcorrected there and went okay we're just not going to tell you until it is coming out in the next one to two years and i think that's what you're having now where what we have coming into the future is what we know for sure is Final Fantasy 16 and Spider-Man PS5, right? Yeah. And what we've shown you was, you know, God of War, Horizon, Forbidden West, Miles Morales, uh, Sackboy, Demon Souls. And we delivered on all that. So I think when we come to May and we have that big showcase and we still have those big giant question marks, then we could go, okay, we're a little concerned because I think... You could go over to the Xbox side and go, well, I've seen logos for Avowed. I've seen logos for Fable. I've seen a, a silhouette for, you know, Perfect Dark. But when are those games coming out? And when you hear 2025, when you hear 2024, you're like, oh, boy. Okay. And knowing Xbox's production, sorry, guys. Uh, some of those games are going to get delayed. <laughs> so it's like the same could be said of, I have a vague idea what's coming to Xbox because I've seen title splashes and title screens, but I don't know what's really there, if that makes any sense. And not to no, sound like I'm a fanboy deflecting. But. They don't need to. I think the difference is um, right now, Microsoft, we know a lot about what's coming in the future for them. Uh, and we've seen a lot of strategy shift because they had such a dry 2022. Yeah. So they didn't move consoles in nearly the same way as PlayStation, although it is trending above 360, which I think is interesting because three days ago I was looking at VG charts, which is a flawed source, mind you, yeah. um, but trending above the 360. Okay, cool. So that's a really great trajectory to be on. And then it's you see Benji sales coming out today. Uh, in short, Xbox is being outsold two to one right now in terms of console sales. Okay. Sure. Also makes sense when you look at the slate. I think the reason we don't know about PlayStation's slate, though, is Ains, you listed off a ton of things PlayStation's done lately. They don't need the momentum. Xbox had to have proof in the pudding. Here's why you should buy our stuff. And they've not done a good job marketing at all in 2023. And I think a lot of attention, all, PlayStation and Microsoft both, the attention is just focused on the ABK deal constantly. I mean, for God's sakes, PlayStation put out two peripherals, the Edge Controller and PSVR 2, uh, and all we hear about is ABK. Right. And and I, I asked you guys when the, when the VR2 came out, I was like, is this just me or is no one talking about it? And then because you curated timelines and I was like, is it just me or is no one talking about it? And they specifically said or people, people were like, no, some people were talking about it. But then traffic and stuff just died down on it. But still, the units are selling or, uh, the consoles proper are selling production lines are, are going. And so I think. You'll hear more about what PlayStation is doing when their unit sales slow down. I think that's the difference. Yeah, but again, I think it's more of that stroke. I mean, you made terrific points, but I think it, again, if we still have those question marks at this at the time of that showcase, then yeah, 
I, so, I think so you think right. the you think the May showcase is going to act like a a mini E3 style showcase for them? One hundred percent. It is their E3 showcase. Yeah. Okay, that's a bold Wait, statement. Come on, PlayStation. Yep. Like the the next PlayStation showcase, not state of play, but showcase is their E3 event. Hmm. Where you get to where you get to see some stuff. It'd be okay. interesting to see what they've got in the hopper. You know what I mean? Because factions that's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Like we know we know Spider-Man. Final Fantasy and Spider Man are coming. Like we've Four. seen enough of those. What do you have long term? What is yeah, only- what has Sucker Punch been working on for five years? Tsushima 2, baby. Let's go. <laughs> that's fine. Let's see it. Yes. Yeah. And make it better than done. the first one. I uh, think we've seen sequel. I mean, how do you place. make something that's already perfect better? But I would love Stop to see them try. Stop it. I think we've seen a lot of sequelitis from PlayStation. Proof is in the pudding, consistent, and like it's paying off. I'm not knocking it, by the way. It right. sounds like I'm dissing it. It's not a bad thing. They've done, all, they've had success with this, and so why stop it? So I expect to see Ghost Two. I expect to see, of course, the the Spider Man spinoff of, of Wolverine. I say spinoff, but like the next iteration of a superhero yeah. game. Um, I, and I expect to see the next thing of God of War. You can snooze all you want, but yeah. I mean. Oh, I'm not changing it. It's their best-selling stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's what excites me is what's coming out of XDev, like what's coming out of Firewalk. Uh, I know we saw like brief glimpses of whatever the People Can Fly game is uh, in very early development. Like there are a lot of new studios sprouting up in you in the UK that PlayStation is funding. Um, so like there's a lot of things that they're working on both second party and first party um even like stellar blade which i i, I tweeted out from the trophy room twitter is like that's shaded coming out in 2023 that game looks great and i'm all in it for the plots um but more than that like i'm i'm really excited to see what xdev has to do i want to see what playstation london's working on i want to see what ben yeah. studio's working on right and i think you're going to get that. We're just being right now. We're, we're, you know, we're, um, we're losing patience because we, we've been wanting to see that from them for a minute now. Cause like, yeah, I, I also wow. think we, we see whatever I, like blue points working on as well. I immediately see why you're excited for stellar blade. So I'm disappointed in you. But, <laughs> uh, you think blue oh. points is blue point doing the MGS? Uh, you know, probably that's what all the rumors suggest. Is it exclusive? Uh, Blue yes. owned Blue by Point's PlayStation, though. So, so, but Metal Gear Solid is is a troubled, like it's it's scattered among systems. Is my point? Sure. So, yeah, so I think Final Fantasy, you dumb idiot. <laughs> you, <laughs> That's you my moron, point. Luke. Yeah, of course it's gonna I be. Think, a uh, you I think. <laughs> he's just giving you shit. Yeah, I think like what what Konami has talked about, right? Is they are now in a place where they are licensing out their licenses, right? So I, I would assume that PlayStation paid Konami whatever the license is for MGS, yep. so that they could have Blue Point remake it. That's not necessarily, uh, I guess, in theory, stopping Xbox from doing the same. But who knows? But uh, yeah, does Xbox? And and this is a question for you guys. You both are Xbox fanboys. Um, would Xbox even want like? Do they even care about licensing deals at, at this point? Like no. their superhero games. They shouldn't. They shouldn't, get, right? You got get the internal house in order. You no, got, they like, should con- absolutely care. What are you talking about? They absolutely I say no. should. Yes, hundred percent. They should oh. care. What <laughs> they're doing doesn't it, isn't working. 
No, like, what they're doing is not working because they're not managing their own house. Adding licensing deals and complicating development is not the answer. I think we're. I think this is okay. So what you said is perfectly <laughs> logical, but I think this is a t- two different discussions, right? Okay. Managing house and and having licenses is, I think, both important. Both of those things are important for success. Yeah. Are you are you saying? they can pay for a licensed game and a developer to develop that game that they don't have to focus on? Or are they saying you need to, they need to buy licenses and use their internal resources to develop a game? They don't need to use internal resources, but they do need to license out exclusives. Okay, that's, that's, that's a different I mean. conversation. Yes, I, okay. I would agree with you there. But yeah, my problem that, is, and I think we've talked about this, and many of us have at this point in time, is that they don't seem to be doing extremely well at managing their own no. bucket. And... Not- not Xbox proper, no. No, and, well, you know, I, I don't think that anyone's rooting for them more than us, um, and I, I want to see the best out of it, but we just haven't seen that. And will that change in the next year? Maybe. I don't know. Okay, hold on. Let me counterpoint our own thoughts. Because I agree with it. it. To me, it feels like they're not managing in-house well. But I'm going to yeah. counterpoint my own logic. Minecraft, still doing well. Minecraft Dungeons, Minecraft Legends, doing well. Yeah. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 was incredible, badly marketed, but not nary a complaint. Even this lackluster in terms of excitement DLC is still fantastic, right? No, oh, yeah. It's still actually one of the top like 15 play games on Xbox Live every week. Right. So you have Mojang, you have uh Playground. Is it Playground? Yes, yeah, Playground. Playground. Uh Forza Motorsport for all intents and purposes looks like it's gonna do well, but I mean we don't know. Like, so that's a, that's a, you know, I can't I think that's a neutral. Uh, and then the new Forza, that, that's Forza Motorsport. Looks like yeah. Sorry, I didn't. Good. I didn't know what you were referring to. Yeah, I think that's yeah. gonna. I think that's gonna blow minds. I really do. It looks like it will. Um, and then we don't know what Coalition is doing. It's been a while since Gears Five was Sunset. Uh, Halo is the one that is troubled. Halo is the one that I think gives us that feeling that they don't manage well. Halo plus the 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 lack of first party stuff that we felt in 2022. But when you look, when you take a step back and you encompass bigger stuff like Bethesda included and some of their multi-platform things like Minecraft sure. and, and but Bethesda you know, manages their own house. That's what I'm saying. So so when you take a step back, it looks like we're okay because yeah. you've got Tango putting out a game. We've got the uh like Hi-Fi Rush, Red Age Fall. of Avengers, Redfall's coming, Starfield. But Xbox yeah. proper, I think really I, I saw the Redfall look. gameplay and it looked really bad. No, I'm gonna break it down for you. While I'm I'm not, I am not one to like go and dunk on a, somebody that played it. Yeah, but man, you go watch it. Like IGN really did. I didn't watch it. I just heard people bitching. So it's bad. sluggish it when bad. he moves. Like uh, so cool with the gun moves. It's really too close to the frames. Like the like, and it, then it, like uh, if, if he sadly, shoots and it doesn't make a good sound. Sadly, um, the game that game the IGN footage made the game look bad. Which is a shame because there's a lot of I feel of like Xbox should stop doing deals with IGN because they make the games look purposely bad because <laughs> they're really they're actually secretly getting paid from PlayStation and Nintendo. Um Captain Logan uh, in, in chat says it's no labs. secret. It's no secret. Everybody knows this. Everybody Undead knows labs. that shut no up, sh- shut up. No, you shut up. You shut up. I'm making a point here, goddammit. Well, it's like we're on RDX or something. <laughs> listen, hey, listen. You listen here. You listen here. Everybody knows. Yes. Hey, Guys, be quiet. I, I, um, I muted him. I muted him. Um, <laughs> I wish I could do that on other shows. Um, <laughs> so Compulsion NX, I'm reading I'm reading chat. So Undead Labs to me is a small studio. I don't think that's a mismanage. I think that was always a small studio that punched with bigger projects. 
Sure. With uh, Undead yeah. Labs has grown. They've grown a lot. Uh, they've hired, I believe. I want to say, if I remember correctly, they're up around 100 people now. Way bigger than they used to be. Yep. See if these continues to do well. Um, <laughs> Compulsion so, in Exile. So in Exile, what we know about that RPG project is very, very promising, but we haven't seen it yet. I would, my guess is that we see that game for the first time in June. Um, that's the one that Brian Fargo has been promoting and saying it's going to be something special. It's also on Unreal Five. Mm -hmm. um, Undead Labs, State of Decay Three, obviously we haven't really seen it, and where and Compulsion, I've been talking about for effing years, and it's just like we never see what they're working on. Um, mm -hmm. I'm very excited for what they do, but let's think about let's back up for a second, right? To to further my point about Xbox fumbling a bit. You you mentioned Halo, and I've agreed with you guys on that, and I've I've stressed that this is your premier flagship IP. We've talked about that endlessly, right? How if you're Xbox leadership, how do you not know the state of Halo coming up to your new console launch? That's Agreed. unforgivable. That shouldn't happen. Agreed. Then you talk about they showed Perfect Dark. What we've heard about Perfect Dark, right? The Crystal Dynamics relationship with um, uh, Initiative. We've seen that upwards of like 40 to 60% of Initiative staff have left that studio now. Um, and that we've, from all the inside information we kind of know, or rumblings, however you want to state it, that Perfect Dark development has not been stellar, right? I, I can... So this sounds douchey, but I can corroborate that because I used to, because of the Crystal Dynamics connection in the vendors, like right. We've I talked heard, about saw that. very similar stuff. Yes, right. So then we look at uh, Everwild was announced by Rare, and uh, that's apparently gone at last year. I think went back to the drawing board. Um, there's just uh, Hellblade Two looks absolutely incredible. I can't okay. wait for that. But I mean, I there just seems to be a weird dichotomy between the high and the low of Xbox studios. And they have a yeah. lot of studios that's bound to happen when you have this many studios and different leadership in all of them, right? Some are going to crush it. Some aren't. There's going to be in-betweens. But it just doesn't feel like Xbox proper has a good handle of first-party portfolio management. It doesn't feel like that. I'm not saying they don't because we don't truly know. But it doesn't feel like it as a consumer. I feel like it's a constant waiting game, reboot game, rehash game. This will come in time. And I just, we keep saying, and I know this is cliche, especially in the stupid fanboy community, but like we keep hearing wait till next year. And sadly, it's starting to become that reality. Now, if we see if Redfall delivers excellently, Starfield is a, a must, right, this year. Uh, if Forza delivers like we think it's going to be, it's going to be a stellar year for Xbox. And what we're hearing is they have a couple more things for a second half of the year that mm -hmm. they haven't shown yet. I think we're going to see those in June. Yes. So um, it could be by the six months from now, we could be saying, holy shit, Xbox has crushed it this year. We'll see. I hope they, we are. They started um, strong. When you look at two expand, expansions, uh, expansion to Forza, seasons for Sea of Thieves, Halo, content for Grounded, Tango Works is Hi-Fi Rush, then Ghostwire comes out, then also Age of Empires. Like they've they've had a yeah, lot. They're, they're, they're picking up, and I think I think that we want to see that acceleration, and and we all know. I mean, guys, anyone watching us knows we're not we're we're big fans of Xbox, and we want to see them do well. But you also have to be realistic, right? <laughs> don't, don't don't be that one that makes excuses for them in every aspect. Be realistic, right? You're a consumer. 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, they should be delivering on these promises that they've made and the commitments that they've shown. Like uh, Big Man Most says, we need to see what those 2018 studios were doing. I was in that audience at the yep. 2018 E3 when they announced all these acquisitions. And that's Compulsion, Playground, Ninja Theory, um, Tang. No, no, Tango was part of Bethesda. Who am I forgetting? Compulsion, Playground, in Ninja Theory, In Exile, and one more. There was five. Um, but what have we seen out of those studios in five years? A whole lot of nothing. Cap. Double Fine had, came with. We had Wasteland from In Exile. You had Wasteland. Wasteland. Yeah, it's like a nuts too. Which was already well into development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we have obviously Forza Horizon, but that's mm-hmm. a continuation of a series, right? Right. So Compulsion hasn't shown a new game. In Exile's delivered Wasteland and some uh, Bard's Tale and stuff like that. We have um, Ninja with, Ninja Theory has made what? They made uh, Bleeding yeah. Edge, which died. Yeah. yeah, that was oh. a project they bought, I think. Um, no, like they, they in-house developed it. But I thought it was like a already a preset project. Yeah, it was it was a project that they had in the works, but they dropped and or were about to drop. And then Xbox came along with went, How far are you in development for? And yeah. they're like, Yeah, this. They're like, ah, just we'll give you a couple mil. Here and it was go, a buddy. small team. Like yeah, I yeah, talked to that group at E3. Oh, and Obsidian, thank you, Fishstring. Obsidian, which did Outer Worlds, of course. Uh, and grounded and and pentiment there you go yeah so but i mean think about the games we just talked through right in five years um not enough not enough that's not you know this so this is a a different conversation but i think microsoft has a genuine marketing problem like a bad marketing problem because a lot of like pentiment scores very well the i loved it expansion awesome the forza expansion very very good people don't talk about it uh the love that sea of thieves doesn't get to think the love that uh tango works deserved for high fire rush we didn't there should have been commercials there should have been tv spots there should be more promotion for some of these great experiences that are just nestled into the ecosystem because they want the conversation to be game pass and then a montage reel and i think that's a problem and i think they rely too heavily on influencers to, to send word out about Big how time. Good these things are and that sucks like and the wrong the, influencers the wrong influence yes big t- um yeah more men but but like there's they're not getting their message to the masses meanwhile playstation has these great commercials about playstation plus right playstation plus not as good a service as game pass and still great commercials great spotlight um i just don't understand why they don't celebrate themselves better and i think it's that same problem ains in-house there's some some names some people that have either worn out their welcome or it's it's time for them to go or move to different projects something needs to change because some of the good work that is being done isn't being showcased so it seems like playstation uh has a poor job connecting with its hardcore users but does a great job promoting to the casual viewers 100 yes, and xbox it's total reverse xbox is great talking to their to their hardcore audience they are not great at talking to the casual consumer or connecting with them in a viable way yep um, yeah it's just odd right it like, is yeah like i was talking to someone who i was very surprised i was like oh you know what's happening in, in 
in this part of PlayStation. That's really interesting. They're like, yeah, you know, got the last of us remake for because of the show, this, that, and the other thing, playing two right now. Um, and then we were talking about the Xbox side of things, and they were just like, oh, no, I don't even. And I like talking to them even about Xbox, like Xbox Game Pass. They're like, oh, that's a, that sounds neat. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> like, well, just so look at look at something like Grounded, right? Like, and uh, Pompa's in the chat, so he made me think about it because he he adores that game and has like hundred percent of it. But you think Who about a game Pompa that is Pompa, yeah. Okay. So oh, could you tell him that his accomplishments in that game that that one hundred percent doesn't matter? Yeah, it doesn't. Why? Ah, oh, dude, you want Sorry, <laughs> Pompa. I'm sorry, your friend's such a dick. <laughs> uh, but but think about Grounded, right? You're talking about a game that is uh, family friendly co-op four players it's funny it's cute it has a kind of honey i shrunk the kids tie-in vibe to it uh it's on game pass it's easily accessible um it's got a fantastic art style that's kind of inviting and what did xbox do for that game besides posting on twitter that grounded's out now like it just doesn't it's not good enough it just doesn't feel like it feels like that game could have reached a much bigger audience Mm-hmm. If if I could say, I, I think this is one of those things like PR agencies do a lot where they're just like, hey, we'll get you like, we'll do this influencer campaign because a big thing now is like influencer marketing. So like we'll hit all the big streamers and they'll stream it for a day and maybe some will hang on to it, but we'll stream it for a day. We'll get number one on Twitch. We'll make a headline or two and maybe people actually take a take a look in a in a gander at it um to then pick it up and i feel like a lot of those views are kind of done not just like listen influencer marketing is very useful but they're just like here's a you know an exclusive staff or whatever if you log into twitch for x amount of hours you watch you know whatever your favorite streamer is and a lot of people just play the stream walk away from the from the tv to get the item right like i feel like a lot of those twitch views are very much inflated and i think what they really ought to do is yeah not just bank on a twitter you know campaign or a twitch campaign which is hey let's let's throw what does this game market to let's like why can't we throw grounded on like a cartoon network right Mm -hmm. commercial run Right, Nintendo does it all the time. Why can't yeah. we get, you know, a Forza commercial on ESPN? You know, like there are ways to make inroads there. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I'm very much with you guys now that you're, you're like. You're, so all Austin TV's says on. in the chat, and I, I, I have to take issue with this and push back a bit. So he says, <laughs> "Grounded has been played by 15 million players." So I see this thrown around a lot by Xbox guys. By Xbox guys, I mean people who don't want to look at any negatives. Um, I'm not saying that's you, Austin. I'm just saying, uh, you know, in general. And there you know, are you no negatives. With, there are no Forza. negatives. <laughs> if you look at the gun in Redfall, <laughs> it is wild. <laughs> like you know, Fords have been played by 20 million, and 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 Halo's been played by 25 million, or whatever it is, and that that's great, right? But you're not. Uh, <laughs> So there, when you look at engagement, right, and I, I'm trying not to get on a, a soapbox here or unpack this too much. When you look at engagement, right, and this is across any industry, you look at new players in the uh, either that have purchased it directly or that engage with your content continually or that is considered new engagement, right? This number that Xbox likes to throw around with Game Pass around like a game launches and it's like been played by 10 million players in three days. That's great. It's not that it's meaningless, 
But those 10 million players are already invested in your ecosystem. They're Game Pass subscribers already, right? That's not new engagement and it's not sales. Those are two drastically different things. Um, and I think you need to be careful when Xbox celebrates that. I think it's great because you're getting eyes on the game and that can stick in certain ways with some people, of course, but it's not the same as sales and it's not the same as new engagement. And I think you need to be careful celebrating um, those types of numbers because they're misleading in a way. Yeah, uh, it's it's marketing numbers. It's also a way, it's a way, it's a way to get people to to look at a thing going oh isn't that successful um and you're right it's like yeah played by 10 million people in in three days that's great but how many people are playing grounded right here right now how many people are playing halo infinite right here right now how many people are playing forza horizon right here right now and Uh, and how many people wildly different how many people bought grounded and if you say sales don't matter that's true in today's market not necessarily how many people subscribe to game pass for grounded how many people are um continually providing uh monetized engagement through grounded those are the numbers that really matter and we just haven't seen that out of grounded and i'm that's it's not because it's a bad game it's a very highly critically rated game and i think that's our point um, is that it feels like it could have gone beyond just the existing Game Pass audience. Do you think that once the ABK deal clears up, we'll start seeing these types of things? Uh, are they just not ready? Are we going to see a different type of marketing push once ABK is done? Like, is is Because I can understand an, an outside logic uh, that you want to look weaker so that you don't look like a threat in in the courtroom in terms of competition. And then once that's done, then you can open up. Or is that just a fanboy take? It's a fanboy take. It's a fanboy take. Okay. What do you think? I mean, my opinion. I mean, I've I've had a few conversations about this. Of course, I asked Hogue because from a legal perspective, right, does that matter at all? And the, the point he made, which I have heard from others as well, not just Hogue, is that, right, if you come out, like, say, what, what game's coming out? Redfall. Let's come out and say that they go on a marketing blitz, just for example, and they go nuts with it, right? And it's everywhere. It takes over the world. That is, That doesn't change any of the uh, marketplace figures or things that are involved in this case, right? This is You're you're talking about real time, and Mm -hmm. the case is looking at historical, right? So it's Mm -hmm. not, it it doesn't really have a bearing. No, yeah, I agree 100% with it. Everything you just said. I was paying attention to that whole conversation. Believe me. <laughs> well, no, I, I I understand what you're saying. Like the idea, like reactionary in the moment. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. In the moment, reactionary. Look, at, I think both PlayStation and and you know Xbox say things in the in the courtroom to make themselves appear weak. Like you know PlayStation's very much the Tiger Tiger King gif of like we'll never financially recover from this if if Call of Duty is even an ounce a frame rate lower than an xbox uh but in terms of like pushing out redfall or putting marketing dollars on redfall one of their big games you know that doesn't stop them i mean playstation has during this whole ordeal pushed out you know ragnarok that is critically in a huge commercial hit uh for them and then they've also re-promoted <clears throat> the playstation 5 of like what's on your you know, what's on ps5 or whatever the news thing says right last so like of they, us 
yeah, TV. Last of Us TV show. Let's not talk about that remake port. Um, you know, like there's <laughs> no, a whole saw, bunch of stuff. I saw it. Uh, PlayStation's dead because that PC oh, port no. was really, really trashed. So Dude, yeah. that picture of Joel on the Steam Deck kills me every time I see it. Oh, every no. time I see it, it's so funny. It's so IGN gameplay. It's so bad. Yeah. You don't see IGN oh, covering Joel Blackface. It's true. It's a thing. I've seen the screenshots. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I, bl- so, I blame Neil Druckmann personally. He seems yeah, racist. Yeah. He's, so yeah, worried about, he's so worried about making a TV show. He should have made a game. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So, like, I don't. I, yeah, I think that's a. That's a fanboy take, Luke. You should feel okay. really bad. For well, no, it's not my it. take. I'm just wondering if there if there's a thought eh, process it to it. I, th- I think honestly, I think it's it was one of those that was brought up as a possible excuse. And like hey, I said, I'm just tired of people making excuses. I'm not talking much as Xbox about any company. We're we're consumers. They're supposed to be delivering to us. I don't care what one you like better or which one you play on. Like treat it like a company that's supposed to be delivering you a product because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And um. Yeah, anyway, no, I, I don't think it's a bearing. Like, another example would be, like, Starfield, right? Look how promoted Starfield has been. We have a Starfield showcase yeah. for the game coming in two months, which the, the deal probably still won't be finalized by then. So, um, you know, it's just another factor. And and keep in mind, if that, if that argument was going to have any weight at all, Bethesda would be a clear example of this. And, you know, that was brought up in some of the uh, core documentation that we saw on it. It still doesn't really have a play. Yeah. Maybe maybe Redfall's just not that good. Like, and I don't mean not that good as in it's bad. I mean it's not good enough to to sell your console with, whereas Starfield is. You know I mean, what I mean? Oh, Starfield definitely is. Assuming again, right, right, right. We I have to you. we have to keep caveating, sure. but Starfield is a is a system seller one hundred percent. Right. And I think maybe Redfall is just not, and they are not confident that the ROI is there for marketing a grounded marketing Redfall marketing hi-fi rush um maybe that's maybe that's the thing but to me that's a foolish mistake well Um, i i think the the thing with redfall that to know like i love arcane i love arcane and i think they they don't move units they don't move but they don't move units away watch your mouth they don't listen (laughs) i think arcane is to me if i had to if I if I had to like choose choose a, a baby to toss off the cliff, it's Bethesda Softworks one hundred percent. I'm keep I'm keeping I'm keeping Arcane and raising it. Arcane's on Mount Rushmore. It really is. <laughs> so like for me, uh, though I, I I love Arcane. Arcane doesn't sell boxes the way a Bethesda Softworks sure, studio is going to. Like, you know, look at Skyrim. That shit's on toasters at this point. Like, <laughs> when you see the Bethesda Softworks name on on a thing, that thing is going to sell mm-hmm. and do really well. So I think they want all the attention on Starfield. Not to say that there hasn't been on, on Redfall, because there's been quite a bit. But Starfield's the thing. Starfield is the moment. And I mm-hmm. truly believe Starfield is the make or break. Like I think really? a, a lot of this, yeah, I think a lot of the strategy banks on Starfield being this thing you cannot avoid in September. I think the Starfield is the make or break for if it's going to be if Xbox will ever return to number one. Yeah, but Xbox isn't going anywhere. Like they're not dying. They're not. No, like, I'm sorry. Let, let me let me rephrase. It is like if Xbox could be. To, to be on 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 the mountaintop again 
Mm. That's the Starfield mode. They're not ever going away. But in terms of like, yeah, can they be number one? Can we see a resurgence of the 360 days of of relevance for them? I think that is the moment there with Starfield. That's fair. Um, Starfield could shift some tides for sure. And and given the delay that we've had that we weren't supposed to have, technically now two delays, um, the game has to deliver. Has to. (laughs) Has to. Oh, I feel like it's a douche. How many delays did Halo Infinite get? You know, one, one, but it was a year. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, uh, you know, like, well, I mean, Starfield's almost a year. That's that's my point is delaying yeah. it. It has to deliver. Oh, I, I see what you mean. Sorry. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, oh yeah. my heart. You know? Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I think, I think I genuinely think it will. Like I, I have this weird back of the mind hesitation knowing it's a bethesda game and knowing that bethesda games are traditionally buggy etc but i i genuinely believe starfield is gonna hit it launch and it's gonna blow people's expectations away i, ge- I really do question so okay yes go ahead Sorry. so when the gun moves in starfield you think it's gonna move as bad as it <laughs> is in i uh i am hopeful for Redfall, like it looks, it looks like my jam. It looks like my. Kind I'm psyched of game. for it. Yeah, I'm stoked yeah, for it. Wait. Um, but I want to like like slight transition here to an adjacent right. topic. When you look at the next, or you look at April, like April, early April through early May, it's yep. disgusting how it's high ridiculous. quality. I know, I know, we've all we're, some of us are pl- we're playing games for review. Some of them are embargoed. Some of them have come out already. Um, Ghost Wires tomorrow. Some people PG- never even got back to me. I'm oh, sorry, buddy. I didn't mean to die. I wasn't trying to kick a horse while I was down. I tried to work my way through it, too. I was like, some of us are... Uh, mm. so Better at talking and shooting their shot than others. I get it. Yeah, um, I suck at it. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Ghostwire is tomorrow on Xbox. Minecraft Legends for all platforms. The play Ghostwire. Ghostwire is cool. Yeah. I'm excited to play Ghostwire. That one I it's did not cool. play early. Um, looking forward to that one. Uh, Jedi Survivor and Dead Island 2 are both on the 28th. No, God, Dead Island 2 is the 21st. I'm sorry, 21st. I need to update my own. Document. They moved it up a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart for them. Good for them. Okay. Yep. Um, sorry about that. Thank you, guys. And don't forget uh, about uh, Burning Shores for Horizons on the 19th. Yeah. I don't know what that is. What? Oh, my God. What is it? Burning Shores for Horizons? Horizon Burning Shores. It's a DLC. Oh, it's $20 oh, oh. DLC, which means it'll be about an hour or two. For... for... Horizon Forbidden West. Yes. yes. It's for Forbidden West. I got it. I got it. Okay. No, it's for Horizon Zero Dawn, you <laughs> well, goon. There's a VR game that you and at least two other people played. Three. So, three. Sorry. Three other people. I played, played. it. Yeah. Keep yeah. my wife's name out. <laughs> God, talk about, a, talk about a backfire. Everybody was all cheering for Will Smith that night. I know. Idiot. Oh, <laughs> my hero. God, I love. I watched Jim Jeffries talk about that today. Actually, uh-huh, he dunked uh-huh. on. Hey, um, hey, right, back, back on me. track, Luke. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> one day without his Adderall, this is what happens. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> Horizon, Burning Fires, Wests uh, of the Bridges. Uh, uh-huh. Then you have Redfall, real early May. Like it's disgusting how it's many good favorite. games. And Zelda, a week games. and a half after that. God Zelda's bless. there, and then if you go back, you Dustin get Hi-Fi Rush. For that. Get, you get Hi-Fi Rush, you get the Resident Evil remake, you get the Age of Empires, you get uh, Monster Hunter Rise, which came out on c- consoles. Like There are so whoa long. You get so many incredible games in this Q1, Q2 that 
it's wild to me that we're we sometimes focus on uh you know like which platform is dead or you know e3 is dead so we're all upset it's like no we have so much to play just it's just yeah, minecraft legends it's minecraft crazy legends that all those games are gonna come out to play and still diablo 4 is gonna be game of the year <laughs> yes sir do you think diablo 4 diablo 4 starfield which other one zelda spider-man zelda, zelda. oh yeah zelda yeah spider-man, Spider-Man. Getting in. Spider-Man and resident in. evil 4 Nope, and the, 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 you can name That's the six already on, on Keeley. It's going to be Spider-Man, Zelda, Starfield, Diablo, Resident Evil 4 Remake, and what's number six? It's going to be a weird That's indie. Yeah. And it's so going to be... Jeff could pat himself Oh, uh, Hollow Knight, Silk Song. Watch. There you go. Oh, a straight 2 is not coming out? Straight 2? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Watch it somehow gets on that list. <laughs> They've got to have at least one... Well, indie game, I bet like, you I, I'm willing to bet money right now that we've already nailed his list. I think you're right. No, I yeah. think you're 100% right. Um, maybe not 100%. Spider-Man, I don't know. I don't know if Spider-Man. Superhero games don't usually land on that stuff. You don't think Spider-Man 2 is going to be on Keeley's Game Awards? Spider-Man's you're out of your mind. Is, is, you are out game. of your mind. You're right. Come on, you're right. Luke. As soon as it's, when you said Keeley's, yeah. oh, I was like, 16, oh, you're right. Probably on that list. Oh, yeah, FS16 is there. And if, if Hellblade 2... Actually comes out this year, which is probably oh, not. Cool. But that would be, dude. That, yeah. that that trailer, man. That, and, trailer, that Unreal Five. Whew. And I want to also just highlight this because I've made digs, and maybe people who are new don't know that I'm really just messing around. Like some of those games that you talked about are my most anticipated games are Xbox games. Like I am really stupidly excited for Redfall. Like yeah. I cannot wait to play it. Like if if Hellblade Two drops somehow this year. Dude, my that beats that almost beats Spider Man for me. Like the original Hellblade is phenomenal. Yep. Um. So yeah, no, it's God. We're Fort, in such Forts a great is year. up there for me. Forts, a, you know, being yeah. car guy, Forts is going to be one of my top of the year, bar none. Probably only, only well, maybe third behind Diablo and Starfield. I want to give a a shout out to Logan because he asks if Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Great game. Great game. I don't think it was ever in the running, though, for all the reasons. Um, not for a Keeley Award. And then should uh, be it's an amazing Star game. Wars. You know, genuine like my same my thought on like why Spider Man wouldn't win is why I don't think Star Wars would win. But I really feel like Fallen Order was robbed. Remember the timing of its release way back when? It came out like a I week don't. or so before the deadline yeah. or something about the no. twenty nineteen game award. Oh, like Forza like Forza Five got robbed like, same way. Yeah, yeah. And so everybody's like, well, maybe next year. And then nobody thought about it the year after. Like, is Je- yeah. does Jedi have a chance to be on there? Um, Hi-Fi I Rush think- does. I think Hi- Hi-Fi would be on that list. That game's so good. That game yeah. is so I good. Just, I just, I really think how what we usually see on the VGAs, the Keeleys, is five AAA big name games and then one that's kind of off one on the random. side. Yeah. And and I think he does that purely for marketing purposes. I know he oh, doesn't yeah. pick them himself. I know that. But I, I think it just makes sense from a voting perspective that you take the biggest marketed games, yeah. which are going to be Zelda, Spider-Man, Starfield, Diablo. Yeah. yeah. But man, Diablo, can I Diablo can I just get out. on the soapbox for a sec before we close the show out? Bring this Jedi Survivor looks awesome. It so looks does. good. Looks really oh, good. I'm my. not even a big Star Wars guy, and it looks great. <sighs> yep. I'm uh I haven't heard anything about when the collector's editions are shipping, but that lightsaber is going to sit right here, mm-hmm. right there. Nice guys, yep. you both got it right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. My brother's already—he's already gotten the better one. 
And I'm like, I don't nice. care. It comes in a cool case, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, in so I'm in the Saber Guild. I'm like, I don't care, Dan. He's in the Saber That's Guild. Awesome. He's in the Saber Guild. I got, you should see the, the basement's filled with like lightsabers that are one to one. Like yeah. uh, the Ray Saber that we have uh, here is the Ray Skywalker. Ray Skywalker. Ray Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ray Skywalker. <laughs> um, anybody can wear the mask. Her saber is the one to one from the movie. They actually Lucasfilm contracted the person that makes those sa- uh, my brother sabers to to make the sabers in the movies. So for Ray Skywalker, for Ray wow. Skywalker, that's yeah, very and cool. for the Obi like Obi Wan show as well. Uh, we have Man. like all the one to ones of Vader's and on that. You chance. had a soapbox. I'm jumping on mine. Obi Wan had some of the coolest Star Wars moments of any Star Wars anything, and they gave all the budget to Andor, like. Obi Wan deserved that budget, and it. I have I haven't watched either, but I'm here for the debate. So frustrated. Uh, but I'm here. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what I've heard, and then you guys can tell me how accurate this okay. is. Okay. Now, keep in mind, Hogue and Travis debate Star Wars all the time. Yeah, and, and both then wrong. and it's then amazing. and then Dan's a big Star Wars fan, so I get all three on Big Cast, right? And then obviously, I talk to plenty of other people who love Star Wars. Here's what I've heard: okay. Mandalorian season three is garbage. Uh, Obi Wan is uh, was decent. Uh, Nearly everyone tells me Andor is bar none the best Star Wars content that's been made in years. Correct. So boring. So boring. (laughs) Well, wait, hold on. Because if Luke says it's boring, that means it's probably good. It's probably good, and it means it's there's not there's no lightsabers and there's not a lot of action. mm -hmm. It's just pure philosophy. Yeah, a lot of philosophy, and that's not what I like. For me, I like the philosophy of the warrior Jedi. That's for me. Like I. That's what I love about Star Wars, and that's what I love about all the Star Wars books. Is like the, like the New Jedi Order books were incredible. I like the philosophy of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, I'm a martial and this artist. is like the philosophy most, of the rebellion, right. and showing you the ugliness of what a rebellion has to do to succeed. Right. And I believe that the prison arc, the the thing Luke didn't get to because there was no shooty shooty bang bang, mm-hmm. is one of the best arcs in television that I saw last year. And and I've it heard was some pow- it was it was powerful aims of imagine hope persevering every obstacle and then you get to the end and it's no, 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 no. Exactly. i want to watch it what are you doing yeah, no, what are you it, doing it, right it, now but i but i was nuts Ains, i've heard well, some, would you, why would you do well, that because i'm amping you up you cut me off i'm not gonna give Ains, you anymore you're not I, I will tell you, you yeah don't spoil. so i will tell you Ains, ted lasso dies at the end <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> i'll cut you i've heard the same from uh f- from that like people who like you know like one side of star wars and or is not for them and vice versa and i think that's totally a rational normal thing because i like all star wars is good star wars yeah but not all star wars hits for me at the right time like i'm i'm not i don't think it Andor. should no. i don't no, think it should i, I agree also I agree. mando season three no, is... that's cool i was in the middle of a sentence but no i know but it was unimportant mando um, season three i'm still is in the middle of a sentence decent <laughs> hey travis travis i'm talking all right, sorry. Okay. No, what were you saying? <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> Mando season three is decent. Like, there's some really awesome action bits in it. The problem with Mando season three is the pacing, and that people are reminded that this sh- is a show for children. Um, those moments that are are the ones that Star Wars fans don't like. So. The, the big issue with, with Mando, I think, to me, and I think it echoes throughout everyone's um, kind of main thought, is the plot happens around Mando rather than Mando moving the plot around. Um, and that's what makes 
it feel like he's doing nothing because right. the, the, the plot moves regardless of whether the mando does um i want to give a shout oh out you to know me. what Tra- you know what travis told me on that point sorry luke yeah. about mando is he basically said that here's what he said you guys can tell me if you agree or not because i don't know if you listen to big cast we actually talked about star wars celebration on big cast i, I didn't week. get to this week this is one week i missed so don't lie uh, no, I'm, I'm, I, I, I watch pretty much like every this is the only week i haven't listened to you guys no, it's, only, it's, it's okay it's okay um sure i mean i mean when dan talks but who cares <laughs> you don't have to mute that often and really but <laughs> he said uh he said that mando throws some people off in the star wars universe because they're used to star wars having these kind of epic arcs of storytelling where it leads to one kind of grandiose thing and he said mando is like uh every week is just like its own thing like yep. mando goes and does this this week mm-hmm. and mando goes and does this and he goes it's more like that 80s 90s tv show where like every episode was like its own little mini arc and he said some people don't like that he said it's not as bad as people are making it out today. no that's what he said that's it's what mando when, when people are like oh it's just like dave filoni playing with action figures that's literally how they sold it from day yeah. one it's just like this is a monster of the week show this is a serial show yeah. we're not here to get the best writing on tv we're just here to have a good time and they they have gotten some great writing out of that show as well sure oh um, God great damn, moments yeah. and dave filoni playing with playing with action figures is great um and i don't think there's, there's anything wrong with that no, yeah. I don't either. I think sometimes they try to be too highbrow, and what happens when you go too highbrow, you get Last Jedi. When you go and too you far into action, when you go too far into the action, you get Rise <laughs> of Skywalker, and then you have a lack of, you know, and so there's an incongruence with a lot of Star Wars elements. And um, I, w- I want to segue into making a point about. I know it's a smaller audience probably here, but like Star Trek Picard. Oh boy. Uh, Picard season three is is epic and amazing and everything I've ever wanted out of sci-fi TV. Like I am so happy watching it and it's a different kind of mindset because they Star Trek was built on the monster of the week. That's what it was built on. And then it became something super archy and now it's returning and then it's kind of finding its way, which is, which is interesting to watch, but I will tell all my Trek fans, uh, I, my future son-in-law is a huge trekkie really? in fact yeah. i didn't send you the pictures that we went as all of star trek for comic-con here in kansas city i dressed you up said, as Spock. You one. yeah you sent one i saw uh, okay yeah. good, man. Uh, I, love yeah, I looked ridiculous i looked ridiculous anytime aids puts on a wig and has hair <laughs> it is the funniest thing i've seen like it continues to be um <sighs> but he, he he really likes those new shows too so i think i think people need to like I think part of the problem, we're off on a tangent here, but part of the problem is we grew up where there was a Star Trek movie every five years Mm -hmm. and it was incredible and we all loved it. And that's mostly all the Star Trek or Star Wars you got. That was it. Now we live in an era where it's constant media, constant content. You get all sorts of different things from different angles. And I think people are, they want that every five year hit with everything that comes out and you're just not going to get that. I think you need to be more open to experiencing these universes in bite-sized segments rather than grandiose things every time and i think you'd probably enjoy it more but that's just my random take and i don't watch any of it so it feels like that's where it is that's i that's 100 where it is and i think the what the star wars show that people want are is gonna probably be ahsoka it's also something that we it's star wars fans live in this like this this like cycle of this thing comes out I, I I love it, but then I hate it, and then I 
I absolutely hate it. Then I'm going to send some people some death threats. I'm still going to hate it. The hate's going to die down a little bit. And then after year three or four of all that hate mail, you're going to be like, the new thing comes out. And you're like, oh, I hate this. I love the last thing. It's like, so it's no, Halo really cycle. It's That's literally Halo the Halo cycle. arc right yeah, there. Star Wars is literally, <laughs> it was Halo before Halo in terms of how the fan base reacts <laughs> to things. Fan base is never happy ever. Like, look at the prequels. Prequels are, I'm going to say it, they're bad films. But when the sequel trilogy comes out, everybody's like, man, I miss the prequels, man. Like, you remember that Anakin Skywalker? <laughs> what a hunk. Like, we, we just turn the blinders on. So it's yeah. part of it's just like some of those folks like Star Wars Theory like to complain to complain. Uh, but what I've seen out of, uh, out of Disney and Star Wars is like some of the best Star Wars, period. And so going back to the video game of like uh, Jedi Survivor, Cal Kestis is such a huge fan, like like such a huge character in the fandom. Yeah. Like people love him. So yeah. I would not be surprised. We see Cal Kestis in, you know, uh, in, in, in some TV or even a movie or two in the Filoni verse, anything is possible. So right. like, yeah, you're absolutely going to, you yeah. are absolutely the way he came out and wielded that saber at the event. It wasn't Star Wars celebration, but it, was like Star Wars celebration. Was it Star Wars? Yep. When he came out and when he like did the flip, that's training. Like I that that is yes, that's training. And so I he's absolutely somewhere. I don't know where. I don't know how he shows up. Uh is he is he in Ahsoka flashbacks? What is he at? Where's he at? I don't care. That's a good character. That's a yeah. well-made character. That's an actor who's enjoying the role, which is cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I mean, listen, we're, we're at time here. I don't know if you guys want to wrap this up, but, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, I'll start this week, Luke. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know why I said I started. I have nothing on my mind to say. Um, but you know, as always, you can catch us on this channel. Um, uh, big cast on Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern. We are co or simulcasting that on Hogue channel as well while he continues to recover. Um, he is doing well, and uh, you know it's kind of best case scenario for what he went through where nice. he is now. So it's uh, it's awesome to see. He yes. should be with us for a little bit this Sunday. I hope he couldn't join last Sunday because it's Easter, um, but he should be back this Sunday. Other than that, um, I would say just pay attention to the site itself. We've got a lot going on in terms of work right now. We've got uh, new articles up, a new contributor joined the site. We've got a lot of reviews coming up. Uh, we've got reviews. My PGA Tour review went up today for those people who care about PGA Tour. We've got Dead Island 2 coming. We've got uh, Minecraft Legends coming. We've got Redfall coming. Um, all these kind of major releases we're re reviewing formally. So uh, support nice. us on those would be greatly appreciated. Other than that, uh, I will hand it off to Luke. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you. Uh, I'm really happy to hear about Hogue. I'm really proud of uh, SG. I'm always proud of SG, even though I have nothing to do with their success. It just makes me feel good to see you guys doing <laughs> well um, consistently. Sure. Um, I've had a lot of really cool things happen with XCP. I mean, I got the new computer, which is great. I crossed an internal goal uh, of 20 patrons, which is incredible. Nice. Uh, I'm really proud of that over on Patreon. So thank you. Uh, Game Positive was my most recent. So shout out to Game Positive. Always wonderful. Shout out to Eric. Um, but I just put up an episode with Lord Cog last week onto that Patreon show. And then tomorrow I'm inter tomorrow, a swordship interview goes live. And then I'm interviewing two, uh, two different teams for two different games. Uh, the team from strayed lights. If you guys have seen that indie title, uh -huh. yep. talking to them tomorrow morning. I think they're based out of France. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then in the afternoon, I'm talking to Thierry Boulanger, uh, Canadian studio 
who made the messenger and they're making sea of stars oh wow oh fantastic so and that's the second time Thierry will be on xep so those are my two up very jealous of that one by the way bud thanks man uh that game looks great that's uh september i believe that's coming out right august 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 oh stars is september pretty sure i mean i'll check my notes before i talk sure to you I'm, uh, sure I'm gonna save you from looking like a fool again you dumb <laughs> well, I, I played on googling it before i talk but uh <laughs> yeah really proud of, of of that stuff there so uh and and tomorrow's interview that publishes will be my 100th interview on xcp oh wow that's, that's awesome cool. dude Thanks. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah. Uh, you can find me well, over at Mr. Babbitt on Twitter. You can find the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast on iTunes, well, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast service of choice. Uh, again, you know, it's each and every Thursday where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest and greatest all things PlayStation. I don't know what we're talking about this week. I'm going to be real. I, I, I know it's going to be Final Fantasy 16 because we're going to break down that on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash PS Trophy Room. But other than that, man, it's been a weird, slow couple of weeks in PlayStation land. So we're going to get we've been getting creative. And I think this one's going to be our most creative episode in terms of uh, with the Mario success in the blockbuster success as it is. What does that mean for how PlayStation may want to? Do their oh, movie so you put some XCP this week is what you did. <laughs> oh, did I, was that what you guys talked about? Yeah, because you guys can't even make a Halo show. You would think you guys can make. Oh, a don't hit me while I'm down. Don't punch me in the show. balls. It's such All a right. bad show. Um, <laughs> Joe, you know what I'd like to hear from you guys one time is uh, an all original topic. No, <laughs> I think it'd be fun to hear you guys go through each PlayStation generation and talk about kind of like we did it, but more expanded tonight in the games you want to see remade. Uh, and maybe like um, uh, kind of a, what, what's the word you want to use? Like a lesser known titles okay. from those generations. That'd be cool to hear from you guys. I like that. I like that. I mean, PlayStation I'm, has a huge history, right? Dive yeah. Into it. Yeah. I mean, he's going to say Legend of Dragoon again, you know, it's a good Tumba. game. I'll give it to him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that's something we're definitely planning for the summer months. Uh, you know, I've been thinking a lot about like our good friend, Sean Capri of like burnout. And so I was like, why not in the summer months, we can backlog a few, uh, you know, episodes and take a week or two off. And I think that's actually a great topic for one of those, those like slow weeks in July. That said, uh, yeah, find the trophy room on all podcasts, you know, stations, uh, with that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, I love you all very much. Make sure to like, share, subscribe to this video. Make sure you like it five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. And I love you. I uh, miss you. And keep keep, <clears throat> keep guessing that come up. I can't believe we want this many episodes and I'm still goddamn doing this. Keep guessing that, <laughs> keep guessing that come up. Please to the end. <laughs> still going. Still going. Still going.